welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary, your weekly glimpse into the life of indie author Paul Teague. Find out how many words got written over the past seven days, hear what's on the planning board, and discover the tips and tools which Paul is using to self-publish his books and get them selling as fast as possible. This is Paul's Podcast Diary, and here's your show host, Paul Teague. Hi there, and welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary for Saturday the 17th of June 2017. So as you know, if you listen to these diaries regularly, that I haven't been writing at the moment. Uh, I'm on a, on a break, so to speak. I'll be writing in a couple of weeks' time. And already I'm chugging those ideas and what the next book might be uh, in my head. Woke up uh, this morning. Well, I, I, I woke up this morning. I've been awake since about five o'clock this morning. I was just thinking things through. And um, I want to do a standalone uh, sci-fi novel to give away and use in promos. And I'm probably going to do that before the end of March. I wasn't going to do that. It was going to be all thrillers. But just looking at the way that the pricing's going with my books, and I'll talk to you about that later, um, it just feels to me like I need um, a couple of box sets and a standalone for sci-fi and for thrillers. And I was thinking about what that might be. And um, I've been watching these space opera uh, things. And, and although I wouldn't have ever told you that I, I read space opera, I knew about space opera. When I think about it, I know a lot about space opera because a couple of my favourite series have been things like uh, Babylon 5 and um, what's the other one? Battlestar Galactica, which you know are space operas effectively. So I, I love that kind of stuff on TV. And I woke up this morning with a, a, a great idea, you know, based around a kind of battle starship. Um, and although the idea is for it to be one book, it would need to be standalone without a cliffhanger uh, ending. I was actually thinking there's quite a, quite a lot of mileage in this as a series. So uh, I came up with that idea. It won't get written till, well, it might get written in between uh, October and December, or it might get written January to March. I'm not quite sure what order I'm going to do things in just yet. Um, but um, I spent last weekend editing Burden of Guilt, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Four chapters on Friday, I think it was, or was it three, and then three, and then four chapters. So there's 10 chapters in total. So uh, I do find it better splitting up the editing, to be honest with you, rather than just keep going at it, going at it, going at it until it's gone. I much prefer to come to it fresh and with enthusiasm. Uh, and that being said, I um, obviously I did my three days work Monday to Wednesday this week. I was doing a training day, corporate training yesterday, and um, didn't didn't really feel like it. And um, so I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to have a nice little day today. So I I am working obviously because you can hear me doing this. But I'm doing what I call I have I, I enjoy what I call a miscellaneous jobs day. And a miscellaneous jobs day means I'm not sitting down doing anything in particular. I'm doing bits and pieces. So my bits and pieces that I aim to do today are um, I'm finishing off a sales video. I'll talk to you about that in a moment or two. Uh, I'll do the diary, obviously. I'll do the social media promos for um, a guest in a couple of weeks' time. I always, I'm always ahead of those. Um, and I'm just, they're just bits and pieces that need to be done. And last night I did some uh, podcast prep for next week. So these are, these are smaller jobs and also they're jobs often that I can do with a podcast on. I don't need to, you know, concentrate and turn everything off. Um, so I'm having a miscellaneous jobs day because I feel like I've worked hard this week and I just need a little bit of space. And also I went into town today, had my customary bacon butty and cup of tea at Marks and Spencer. And, uh, you know, when I was just having a little shop in, in town and walked my wife into work. And, um, you know, the reason I'm telling you this is that I do think it's important sometimes. You've got to go with your, with, with your rhythms. And um, I, I, although there's always work I could be doing, sometimes I don't feel like doing the work that I've got scheduled. Sometimes a, a, a day sitting down 
doing editing. Um, just didn't, I just didn't fancy it today. Um, so, I'm, I, so all I've done is I've just bumped the job. So I'll do it over on Saturday and Sunday. This is a, a sort of final read before it goes off to um, Helen Fazal. And I had an email exchange with Helen this week who said she won't actually get to it to mid-June. To, to be honest with you, if I didn't get it done this weekend, it wouldn't be a disaster. I could bump it to the 8th and 9th of July, That just that last read and still have it done in time. But I am going to try and get it done this weekend if I can. It is really my, you know, my my final read. I say final read, it's not my final read. It's my final read before Helen gets it, so that it's in a fit state for her. And what I need to just go through is our style guide. I'm checking the spelling now. Another sweep from me for, for, for errors and, and inconsistencies. Uh, but I'm reading it more like a reader now rather than a than an editor. But that's this weekend's job. And hopefully, hopefully, I'll get that done by next week. Um, next week, by the way, slightly different diary next week. I'm going to have to record it really early because um, I'm off on a little jolly next week. I've got a couple of jollies coming up, actually, uh, before I start writing the next book. But um, I'm off to see uh, Cliff Richard in concert next week. And um, a little little fabulous fact here. Uh, before Cliff was famous, my dad used to play with Cliff. It, uh, my dad used to have a skiffle band called the Dick Teague Skiffle Group. <laughs> and um, uh, Cliff was the singer in that band. And then Cliff... Uh, wanted to do rock and roll and moved on from that band uh, and the rest is history um, so if you ever look at a Cliff Richard book uh, that charts his life and has photos in from the 50s you'll see um, uh, photos in those books uh, of Chessons which is where they they all lived uh, which is down in Hertfordshire in the UK and you'll usually see a picture of my dad in there with Cliff. There's this one, you know, people didn't take as many photos in these days, but there's this one picture uh, with, and on the drums, if you look on the drums, you'll see Dick Teague Skiffle Group. And um, that's just a long way around of telling you that next weekend, uh, we're going backstage to meet Cliff. Um, and I'm hoping to get a photo taken with him. Now, you know, these things are always, uh, my years in journalism tell me that you've always got these plans, but actually sometimes things don't actually work out like that. So when we actually get to meet Cliff, I'll, I'll believe it and it'll be done. But uh, we have arranged to go backstage to see the rehearsals beforehand. And then hopefully, you know, you'll see that little selfie with Cliff <laughs> on my social media next week. So that's a little bit of excitement um, for next week. So that's a long way around of telling you that uh, I'll be recording the diary really early next week and I'm not doing any writing. So what's coming up in the diary next week is because we're at the end of a month, I'm going to talk you through and review the goals that I set for the first quarter of this year. Now, uh, those of you who know this diary well will know that I have a quarterly planning board to my left as I'm speaking to now. And we're nearly at the end of a quarter. We're nearly at the end of June. And to be honest with you, I've, I've pretty well done everything that's on that board now anyway, which is why I'm off having jollies uh, for the rest of the month because I've, I've done what I set myself to do uh, this month everything's on schedule so as, as long as I get the edit done of course um, that's the last thing I've got to do um, so um, I'll talk you through next week as part of the diary what's gone well this month what didn't work out this month and what I've had to refocus on the past quarter and then the diary the week after when I'm off on another jolly uh, <laughs> it will be uh, a look ahead to what's coming up in quarter three of this year July to September what my plans are for quarter three and the changes and the tweaks that I've had to make as we've gone through the year so it'll be a, a diary but I won't be telling you that I've written anything and hopefully next week I'll, I'll be telling you I've got the book edited but I won't be writing anything over these next two weeks and I'm due to sit down and start writing uh oh my goodness when am I due to start writing oh the 15th of July so I've got quite a break between this book but of course you know I'm, I haven't stopped writing in that I'm I'm going to be thinking thinking all the time of what the next book is going to be 
and um, I'm jotting down ideas and planning uh, now. And again, if you listened last week, I think I mentioned this, I have got a book uh, that's provisionally called Gated, all planned out and ready to go. And I may, I may actually, um, I may actually go with that. Last week, I was telling you that I might go, I was intending to go for the, the, the sort of missing person, the disappearing person story. Um, but I'm, I, I just see how the, the creativity goes with, with the, story that I was going to write, Left for Dead. Um, but I, I got kind of two stories, frankly, that that, that are good to go and, and just knocking around my head at the moment. So um, I'll, I'll decide. I, I usually decide about the night before. Um, and I just I need to feel enthusiastic. If I'm about to write another 50, uh, 55,000 word book, I just need to feel really enthusiastic about it before I launch. So I'll probably make that decision right at the last minute as to what I am actually going to write. Okay, so that's that's kind of immediate work stuff. Um, I just wanted to mention that the, this podcast um, just feels like um, it's, it's funny. I'm sort of getting more mail about it. Uh, more people, uh, so many people tell me so consistently they, they really like these diaries. Um, and to me, like these diaries are the, are the roughest bit of the whole thing. It's just, uh, you know, I don't edit, edit it unless I choke or splutter halfway through or I take a, a sip of tea. There's no editing in this. It's, it's just as you get it. You know, I sit down here and I just talk to the microphone for half an hour. So only the very worst things, uh, go things that I really can't let go. Uh, often I choke halfway through and need a drink. Uh, but that's, that's pretty well it. But people seem to really like the diaries. And, um, and, and, you know, the, the word that's coming out, and I, and this really pleases me because, um, I, I did make, you know, a lot of sales when I was an internet marketer, uh, but, but I was immediately uncomfortable internet marketing with the, it's not scammy, but it's, it was never scammy because you always get a refund. You know, if you don't like what you get, you've always got a refund. So it's, so it's not scammy, but it was very, very marketing. It was selling a dream that, you know, frankly, the product was never going to deliver. And I, um, I, I went, I entered that market and, and did some launches in it and very quickly decided that it wasn't for me. And then I did some internet marketing launches that were completely honest. And, and, and the truth is, is that, you know, people don't want you to tell them that that you know i can't promise that you're going to make money but i will show you how to do it and uh, people don't really want to hear that message you don't sell as many when you when you're completely honest with it um but one of the things i really wanted to do in it in everything i do as an author is for this to be um you know completely honest and transparent and one of the things i'm really pleased about is we've got uh, uh, you know out of nowhere we've got nine five star reviews on the podcast now in the states and in the uk uh, which is really pleasing for me because it felt like for ages, you know, no one was listening and, and no one was re- reviewing, even though I was asking uh, people to do that. And all of a sudden, I was just looking and thinking, blimey, we've got a lo- you know lovely five star reviews there. And, and the 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 word that comes out when people email me or, or review is that word sort of honesty and integrity. And I can't tell you how uh, important that is to me to, to read that and to feel that that's what people get from these uh, broadcasts because, you know, it was what I bulked at immediately in internet marketing. And, you know, frankly, if I went off and was an internet marketer and, and did all these, um, you, you know, very, very salesy things, um, I could probably make a lot more money a lot faster, to be honest with you. Um, but it never sat right and, and I wanted to stop it very quickly. So this is obviously the, the slower, harder way to do things. Uh, but it sits better with me and it really, uh, it gladdens my soul to see reviews, you know, that use those words, honesty, integrity, because that's what I want you to get from this. Now, you know, clearly I can't tell you give you every bell and whistle of the family accounts and things like that. But there are uh, numbers like, you know, when I, when I, um, 
when I hit the thousand dollar mark last month, there are numbers that I can very comfortably uh, share with you, uh, and you know I will share those with you um, as we go along. Um, so, uh, by the way, thank you if you have left a review. I really appreciate it. If you haven't left a review, but you do enjoy either the podcasts or the diaries, please just take a moment to do that. If you go to selfpublishingacademy.com, bottom right-hand corner, I've made it really easy for you. There's a little pop-up there that says, um, please leave this show a five-star review. Just click on that, and it makes it really easy um, to leave a review, rather than you having to go hunting and hunting for where to do it. Um, I've I got, I got a little uh, cock-up to tell you about this week. Uh, <laughs> I'm terrible at this. You know, I, I, I'm sometimes I'm very impetuous about things. I, I get a beard with bonnet. I'm quite impetuous. And uh, my wife always, you know, ribs me once about, I, I, I don't know what it was. It was years ago. I got a beard in my bonnet about credit cards and, uh, you know, uh, decided that we weren't going to have credit cards anymore. It was all going to be paid for in cash and then immediately got into a fix because we didn't have a credit card and I couldn't afford a bill. It was, it was something like that. And impetuously, I, you know, I'd cut up the credit cards. And she always reminds me of that. And, uh, however, you know, I get older and older, but I don't seem to get wiser with, with some of these impetuous actions. And, um, so this week I had a many books promo. Now I'm trying to remember which author it was one of the authors I spoke to or I've interviewed said, Oh, I use it many books. And I thought never heard of it. And I checked it out and thought, Oh, I'll have a go at that. It's nice and cheap. So I booked a promo for the grid a couple of weeks ago, forgot all about it. It was in the diary. So I knew it was coming and it cost me $29. And, um, and then this week I was just looking at my numbers. Um, as I said to you, my sales are, are dropping right down. They're going to be higher than they were before, way lower than a thousand. So that was a peak, you know, created through a series of promos and, um, you know, free weekends that, that that's why I got the over a thousand dollars. And th- that's got me thinking, okay, so how can we create that? on an ongoing basis with the books I've got? How can we always have something going that's shifting books and units? Now, what I have found out from that launch is, is that if I price my books, so they're all priced, I'm pricing them all at $2.99 at the moment. I am getting a lot of well, a lot of reads. I'm getting many, many more reads than I was getting, which is obviously creating my income. And it doesn't seem to have stopped the sales coming in. So the sales are coming in at the same or, or more. Uh, on the secret bunker. Uh, so I am making more money, but you know, I'm still not, I'm not going to be at that over thousand dollar mark this month. So that was the change. And thinking that I thought, right, I'm going to, the grid has always been free. The grid one's always been free. I just thought, right, what I'm going to do then, I'm going to try something for three months. I'm going to make all my books charged at $2.99, which is the recommended price that uh, Amazon gives you in their console. So everything, all my books, will be $2.99 except Dead of Night, which is a, a shorter book. That's going to be, that. that is $1.99, that book. And what I'm going to do over that three months is I'm going to promo the first in series. So very, very shortly, we'll have Burden of Guilt out. So I, the, the books I can promo are the first in my series. So Secret Bunker 1, Don't Tell Meg 1, The Grid 1. I can then uh, promo uh, Dead of Night, and when it comes out, Burden of Guilt. So I could put those all in KDP Select. I could put promos on them as well, or I could just drop the price. Because what I want next, I want a book bub. That's what I want. And the reason I think I'm not getting a book bub is because the books are free. So I want to create, I want to put a price on The Secret Bunker and Don't Tell Meg and um, The Grid so that they're, they're paid for, so that when I go back to book bub again, I'm actually offering them at a discount rather than a book that was free 
for free again. I want to make it more attractive to BookBub. And I'll probably drop them down to 99p. So I, I want a BookBub and that's really what I'm focusing on now. And I'd really like to put either Don't Tell Meg and or The Grid into to that BookBub because they're really sort of safe books uh, in terms of reviews and, and people getting on with those. So um, this is a long way around of telling you that The Grid was free and it was supposed to be free for this many books promo. But in my impetuousness, I decided whenever it was, Tuesday night, oh, yes, okay, Grid's going to be two ninety nine. So I go straight on to Draft the Digital and Google Play and up the price. Little tip here, by the way, Google, keep messing around with your price. The other day when I put the secret bunker up for um up to 299 i put it on 299 on google play but they automatically discount it they keep discounting it without talking to you at all so when i asked kindle to to match my price at 299 to make my the, the perma free version on amazon i wanted them to match it on the other channels they said oh well google are selling it for 249 so we'll make it 249 so what i had to do then on google play was price the book at 499 so that any discount they gave on that book which i have no control over they just discount them as they please um would be over 299 so that I could say to Amazon, look, it's over 299 now on Google. Please do the price that I want, which is 299. So we had to go through that rigmarole. So when I, when I changed the price on Google Play this week, I made it something like 499 or 599. So however much they discount it, they won't discount it below the 299 that I want. Amazon to price match at. So if you are on Google Play, it's just a little tip about the pricing. You've got no control over what Google does with the pricing there, unfortunately other than setting the original price, but they discount it as they please. So having done that then, my of course, my promo goes out on many books and, and they didn't send me a reminder or anything like that, but that's not, that's not blaming them. That's my fault. I had it in the calendar. It was there for me to see. I just didn't put two and two together. I just didn't link the two activities. And so a promo goes out, which is promoting you know all the channels I have on Draft the Digital. And of course, it's not free, as the promo says, it's paid. Um, it is still free on Kindle because I hadn't got round. I was waiting for the prices to adjust before I said to Kindle, will you raise the price? Now, of course, we all know that most of the sales come from, from Kindle. So that, that's fine. So, um, I got on, on Wednesday, I think it was. When, when did I do it? Hang on. Where's my diary? Uh, Wednesday on Wednesday when the promo went out for $29, I got 288 downloads, which I think is pretty good for $29. So, um, message number one, many books. Is good. I think that's fine for $29, 288 downloads, all of which are going to lead into books two and three of the series. But, do you know, what a dull moment for me. Um, when I, when I looked in my Amazon, um, dashboard and saw that this, uh, I was giving away loads of books. Oh no. Um, people will be going to, to Barnes and Noble and things like that and, and, and it will be paid for. But <laughs> interestingly, I haven't had any complaints, which probably tells you how many people go to the other channels. Uh, no, and if, if I had got complaints and if somebody it had come to me, I'd have just sent them the, the file for the book and said, you know, sorry, cock up. Here's the file. So no one dies. Does, you know, no one dies in digital ever. Um, so, um, worst case scenario, I'll just email you the book. Um, if, if it's a problem. So, um, it was just, you know, a stupid moment and, uh, but, but no one died and I got rid of 208 uh, copies on the day. And uh, I'm not quite sure how many copies I got rid of um, the day uh, the days after, but it, it, it's it's certainly been okay. It's been a good little promo for me. It's over. It must be about 350 books. I'm just going to the reports now. We've got, we've got this new little reports dashboard, haven't we? That's coming. Uh, yeah. Okay. So two uh, 290 is the final count on the Wednesday, and 
67 the day after. So it was over 350 books given away um, for $29. I'm happy with that. I think that's pretty good going. So that's many books. Um, I need to now change the pricing of the grid to $2.99. Gonna take, I'm taking it off perma-free. So, um, what basically what you do is you take it off perma-free on the other channels first. Then you email uh, Kindle and you say to them, you need to price match this. It's up at two ninety nine on the other channels. I always send them links to the other channels, and then they'll change that to two ninety nine for me. And then I will put it in KDP Select, and I'm going to monitor the reads on it. And then I'm also going to start doing regular uh, promos on the books that I've got, um, and then try and work towards a book bub if I could do that. But that, that's what I'm doing now. And I'm trying that pricing strategy for the next three uh, to four months, basically a, a season in KDP Select uh, with all the books in it. And then I'll decide um, what to do. Um, this week, uh, I'm not really quite sure why I did it, but I did it. It's another one of these spur of the moment decisions. Um, I'm, I've been booked in to do a talk for the Society of Authors in Manchester. And it's a paid talk. Um, and, and they're sort of, you know, they're paying me to do the talk and they're paying me um, expenses and things like that. And this was as a result of a contact locally with a gentleman called Colin Shelbourne, who's who's a writer and a, a cartoonist, who I'm, I'm going to have on the show in the next couple of months' time. But he's, he's a local person, somebody I know locally. And he got me this gig um, at the Society of Authors. And I can't remember I saw the advert. I, I had a look at the Society of Authors. And the reason I hadn't joined it earlier on in my career you have to make a certain number of book sales and I was looking at the number of book sales I thought oh, I've made way more than that now I'll, I, I, maybe I should join it's only about whatever it is 97 pound for the year and I thought well as I'm doing work for the Society of Authors now and I would hope that that would lead to more work and through the Society of Authors I, I'm hoping to sort of meet the right people in you writing north so that I could maybe begin to get the ball rolling with you know perhaps having a self-publishing conference or activity of the north of England in Newcastle um you know somewhere northern like that you know maybe somewhere in Scotland but somewhere uh, I, don't th I don't think they maybe cover Scotland uh, in terms of their funding but you know somewhere in the north uh, and I don't mean you know the north Birmingham that's not the north when you live where I live I mean the proper north um and so um that's my sort of long-term aim. So I thought I'd join it for a year, you know, really just for networking, getting to know people sort of reasons and just see what it does. I got my pack today. You get a, a card and I think you get you get a magazine once a quarter. Uh, but you do get some benefits in there. And one of those was um, uh, legal advice. And, and the other benefit, uh, which is quite handy because my accountant had offered, when I had an accountant, had offered this to me at a much greater price um, just as a business, which is insurance and cover if the inland revenue come and check your books. If you get part if you become part of a tax inspection and these things are just routine um they're quite um they take up quite a lot of your time in terms of people asking questions and you know digging out all the paperwork that they need and, and dealing with everything they ask and, and and it was just interesting to see that that insurance was covered in there and that had been offered to me at, you know quite a higher price uh, when i had an accountant so i was pleased about that you, there's sort of public liability insurance all sorts of little extra bits like that so i'll let you know how it goes um but I, you know, for a year as a business expense, it was no more than a hundred pound. That's not a high business expense. But I, I thought I would just try it and see how it goes, um, and just expose myself to a different environment and, uh, you know, a different message. Just, just to to hear what other people are saying. Um, last weekend, th this is why I took a break today, by the way, because I, I, I just did too much work last weekend. I, I, I ended up, you know, just doing too much, and then doing three days work and feeling that I hadn't had a break and then having to do a day's training and thinking, do you know what, I could do with a break now. 
And, and so that's why I'm having a DOS day today. Um, I will be productive, but not, you know, not massively productive. Um, and the reason for that was that I did my editing last weekend. And in addition, um, I decided to relaunch my self-publishing academy in Teachable. Uh, ju- it's just a little technical thing that my, my self-publishing academy is built in WordPress. It uses, um, optimize press, optimize member as the membership portal. And, um, I had somebody buy the course who'd had some difficulty logging in. And, and I was aware of this from having tested it. It's just this, just a little bizarre process where you kind of log in with a name and email address and then it wants you to reset it straight away. I can't figure out how to fix that. And having put the Vellum course the, the a couple of weekends ago, my Vellum course into Teachable, uh, into free Teachable, I thought, I really like this. This, you know, I don't have to do any geekiness, no nonsense. I just upload the video, put the text in, save, and it looks fantastic. And and so doing that smaller Vellum course as a, as a free Teachable Made me think, you are. I don't know why I'm doing all this work for this. Uh, I might, I just should stick the course in Teachable because the other thing I like about Teachable is I can use coupon codes so I can give, give discounts and it allows affiliates. And the other important thing, if you're in the UK, Teachable manages the VAT. This is why I'd always built my courses before that we have to pay VAT on digital products, whether we meet the VAT threshold or not. And so I, I changed the way I did courses because, um, you know, normally I, I would put it through Udemy, but Udemy doesn't handle the VAT. I do not want to be messing around with VAT. So, um, um, so I, um, put it in Teachable. Teachable manages the VAT for you. So you then just take the money that you make from the courses. Um, so it's been a step by step by step process. Normally, I don't like building on other people's platforms because if they suddenly change the rules, I'm, you know, suddenly a bit vulnerable to that. But I just thought, you know, what the heck? Stick it in Teachable for a year. So what I've done is I've, I've upgraded to paid Teachable for a year. It was 250 or something uh, for a year. And I'm just going to try Teachable because in the next couple of weeks, I'm making a WordPress from scratch course to accompany my book, WordPress Unboxed. Actually, the course will be called WordPress Unboxed. It will be the course of the book because I want to experiment with writing books and running courses around them. Um, and I'm going to stick that in Teachable too, which will give me three courses in Teachable. But it's so easy. It saves me so much time messing around um, that I've just decided to, to do that. So uh, just to let you know, that the self-publish, if you're brand new to self-publishing or very, very new to it, um, when I was putting it in Teachable, I was thinking, how much work did I do on this course? And I've refreshed it too. But there's, there's, there's a phenomenal number of videos in there. They're all very sort of short and accessible. But I thought, how much work did I do on this thing? It's, it's a huge comprehensive course. I, I was really pleased with it because I, I hadn't sort of been inside it for a while. So blimey, this is, this is good value. This is a good course. Um, but it's just everything I can throw at it. And I've added stuff in the meantime as well as I've learned stuff and updated it as I had to. So um, let me mention to you, if you are new to this podcast, that I have the Self-Publishing Academy. If you go to selfpublishingacademy.com, you can see the sales video and all the pitch for it and all the information and everything on there. But also you can buy it through there, or if you can find it just in Teachable, it's Self-Publishing Academy. And the other thing that I've decided to do with it is if you buy Self-Publishing Academy, I've bundled the Vellum course with it. So you get the Vellum course for free automatically. Um, and I, what I will probably do is make Self-Publishing Academy the, the most expensive part of the training. And as I do shorter courses, I'll probably just bundle them in with Self-Publishing Academy. And eventually I will put the price up. So probably at the point where I add the WordPress training, I'll probably make Self-Publishing Academy something like $197 and and it will include something. It's a huge number of videos, something like 180 videos in there, I think there are in Self-Publishing Academy, plus the the Vellum training, plus the um, training that you get that I will be doing for WordPress. And that'll be 197, which is actually amazing value for a course um, when you consider what's in it. 
Um, so do check out Self-Publishing Academy. It's a lot cheaper than other people's courses that, are, that I'll mention. The one thing I specifically say to you in the sales video is, um, and this goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of this diary, is I will not tell you because I can't how to make a million pounds as an author. When I'm in that position, if I ever am in that position, I'm very happy to share that information with you. But what my course does is it will show you everything you need to know to uh, well, I do tell you that I will guarantee that I will be able to show you how to get your books listed on all the channels and how to start making sales and start marketing. That's what I will guarantee to show you. Um, uh, but you and I, I can show you how to start making sales. And then the next bit that I want, I've got to master myself before I do the next course, uh, which will be something like self-publishing billionaire or something like that, because I've got to master that first, will be actually how, how you make more money, not just some money, but more money. So I will get you to the first stage. You know, I'll show you how to start making some money. Uh, with, with your writing and, and to be honest with you for a lot of self-published authors a lot of them make no money they write their first book they launch it and then they haven't got a clue what to do with it and they make no money other than the money they make from their friends you know once that initial flurry's gone of people they know they make no more money so I can tell you that I'll tell you how to get beyond that stage you know so that you could be making well I'll show you how I make in between uh, you know zero to a thousand dollars because that's that's what I do know how to do uh, at the moment and um, when I learn how to do more than that You'll hear it on this podcast first, and I'll turn it into a course. So selfpublishingacademy.com. That's where you need to head to for that. Uh, next week, I am interviewing Meg Cowley, uh, who I think I have to call something else now because Meg got married. I'm not sure whether she's using Meg Cowley as a professional name or not. I'll ask her during the interview. Uh, but uh, we we know her as Meg Cowley. Uh, and uh, Meg was on this. She was, I think she was interviewed. She interviewed three. She was a very early interview maybe later than three, but she was a very early interview on self-publishing journeys. And um, at that time, Meg was having great success with adult colouring books. Now, as you probably know, um, the bottom dropped out of the market with adult colouring books, and poor old Meg was part of that. And Meg has had to pivot uh, in her writing career, and she's gone back to the books that she was writing before the adult colouring books took off. So I'm really looking forward to talking to Meg, because she's really, she, you know, she really is um, a really excellent example. So I'm using really a lot here, Stephen King would hate me. Um She's an excellent example of a self-publishing author who is pivoting, you know, taking the blows, the things that happen that affect us, and and then changing her career to reflect that and to, you know, to show resilience and, and, and to keep the career going, even though things don't always work out the way that you thought that they might work out. So Meg has got a brilliant story, interviewing Meg next week. Uh, also, uh, Joseph Alexander, who I shared a stage with uh, at the... Amazon event in Manchester a month or so ago. Now, um, I was, I was like there as the imposter on stage and Joseph is, I think he's made over a million pounds or dollars, uh, revenue from his guitar books, his nonfiction guitar books. And, um, you know, so I was the kind of the imposter on stage and, and Joseph's, you know, making a fortune from his books. And, um, but I, I obviously, I tapped everybody up on stage and I will be interviewing them. And Joseph, I'll be interviewing, uh, next week and you'll hear the interview in a couple of weeks time. So those are, podcast recordings I'm doing next week. As for Monday's episode, I'm talking to Jackson Dean Chase. Jackson is an author that I met in one of my Insta freebie giveaways. Uh, I can't remember. I, 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 I've got a memory like a civvy. You'll know if you listen to these regularly. Um, he, he was certainly one of the best promoters. I don't know whether I think he might have been the top promoter in the first Insta freebie giveaway I did. I think he was a top promoter in that one. Um, but I obviously the the people who were doing really well, I got in contact with and I'm getting them on the podcast to chat to them. Um, now, he's an author with over 30 books to his name 
Uh, but also, as I found out when we were talking and when I was researching him, he's a bit of a pro with these multi-author box sets. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, just three books. I'm talking about these, you know, these ones where you see like 20 books in a box set. He's, he's been involved in those. So he talks to me about those as well. Um, but really interesting uh, conversation with Jackson. He's my guest on Monday's podcast. That's going to be Monday, the 19th of June. Uh, in the meantime, have a fantastic week of writing. And I will be back with my review of quarter two and all the work I have or haven't done. Same time next Saturday. Thanks for listening to Paul's Podcast Diary. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed to hear next week's update and find out how many words get produced over the next seven days. Until then, we hope you have a great week of writing.